You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. We are going through a series called Knowing God, and we're looking at the life of David. And in the book of Psalm, wherein he would pen some songs that would show his relationship with God. David was a man after God's own heart. He had a deep relationship with God. And that's a prayer for everyone here to have a deeper walk with God this year. And not just saying the casual walk, but really a deeper knowing who God is and how God can work in and through our lives this year. And so one of his most famous songs that's been sung and been made into a lot of songs in churches all around the world is in Psalms 34 verse 8, which says, Taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed is the man that trusts in Him. Now, the song goes, taste and see that the Lord is good. When you say taste and see, what that means, David, when he was writing this song, what he meant was, engage all your senses. Not only do you taste, but you see. You've got to engage your senses to see and experience the goodness of God. Now, who among you here, you love to eat? Okay. Next week, you don't love to eat. Huh? Okay. You love to eat. Now, who among you, you eat fast? Okay. Okay. I, I, I eat fast. I eat really fast. I don't taste and I don't see the food. Okay. I just swallow it. Okay. And a lot of people are like that. Yesterday, we were uh, in Laguna going down. It was late already, 5.30, I think. And we were so hungry because the last time we ate was around 11.30 in the afternoon. And we ate a little because Randall, you know, and me were trying to be more healthier. And uh, we were trying to uh, ration our food, okay? And uh, 5.30, we had a two-hour talk. It was two hours for him, two hours for me. We were tired. And so on the way home, we went through another part, not going to Kalamba, but going through the other route that would uh, go, uh, exit through Antipolo. So it was a long stretch of road with no restaurant except Karindiria. So we were already, our, our stomachs were growling already, and we were, you know, where will we eat? Okay. So our, our agreement was minimum Jollibee, okay. uh, entry level Hapchan, or King Bee. Okay, but King B is in the south. It's not in, uh, uh, as in yeah, south, it's not in the north. So it was hard. There was no restaurant available for us for two hours until we hit Antipolo. When we were in Antipolo, where are we going to eat? Where are we going? And then something came to mind. There was this restaurant that I went in Antipolo. It's called Marisons, owned by a Victory member. One of the best restaurant in Antipolo, maybe in Metro Manila. For me, it's the number one Filipino restaurant for me. Uh, and I said, oh, we're in Antipolo. Let's go to Marisons. And when I said Marison, you know, all the hunger left, just the imagination. I started getting talkative again. You know, I ordered this and this and Tammy really loves it. If there's a road trip that we'll do, if we'll go to Antipolo, is we'll go to Chinky's house and Marison. All right? And those were, and this was serious stuff because we were hungry. And you don't, Get us hungry because we get mad when we're, we're, when we're hungry. No? And so I was telling all the food that we can order. Randall salivating already. And, and we need to do the ways. And we had to reroute a little bit. Around 20 minutes a route. A different route. But when we were there and we saw the food specialty. Sorry, I'm fasting tomorrow. Uh, crispy kare-kare. 
Grabe, crispy kare. Fra- deep fried kesong puti. Ma, it was so delicious. We weren't able to taste and see. We just swallowed in 15 minutes. It was so good. But then I, I, I know it was a disadvantage for us because we never really got to taste the texture and the spices. But we were so hungry that we ate everything up in 15 minutes. It was that good. But for those who, are, who eat fast, what's the disadvantage? When you eat fast, what do you usually say after? Ah, hilo ko. You don't talk about the texture or the food or what ingredient. It's all, ah, hilo ko. Oh, sarap. San si Erdito? You never get to really experience, right? This is a food in our New Year's celebration. This is from Tammy's side. Right? And it, when they eat, this was served at around 9, but we had to touch it at around 11.30. Imagine the torture, December 31. Okay? But every time they would play games, I would go there and get some. Okay? They didn't know, okay? Because it was not allowed to get, but I was trying to get the shawmai and the grapes. No? So, good combination, uh, grapes and shawmai. <laughs> okay, so... Now, in Tami's side, our side is very different. The C family, growing up, we were already trained, hardwired to eat fast. Why? There's so many things to do. You have to eat fast, right? And typical Chinese, that's how we are. In fact, if we have guests, it was literal. We would tell our guests, wag kang mahihiya. Don't be shy. Okay. Wag kang mahihiya kasi kami, walang hiya kami. Okay, so, what we would do is, when we sit on the table, even when there's a guest, okay, because we were trained to eat fast, alam mo yung lazy susan? Non-stop yan, parang wheel of fortune. Okay. It just goes around and around. And some of the guests were like, oh, oh, oh they're not joking. Okay. And we were not joking. And my dad came from a very poor family in the province, Chinese, Ilocano. Sarap kumain yan. Pag kumakain yan, nasabaw. Diba? Oh, sarap. Diba? Ibang klase talaga kumain sa family. And that's why I blame my parents for my weight. Okay. Because we were trained that way. We were fast. We just swallow. Tammy's side is different. They're slow eaters. They, they converse. Tammy would always eat uh, and she would chew properly. That's why after one, two rounds of buffet, she's only eating her salad. So sometimes we have misunderstandings because of food. Tammy's different. Tammy would taste the texture, the, what spice was put in the food, right? And no joke, huh? literally only one person in the world that I know. I've never met anyone. And at first, I thought it was all artela. But then when she would consistently do it, Tammy is the only person I know that when she goes to a buffet or a restaurant or even a bake shop and she really loves the food, she cries. As in with tears. No, with tears. It was... She would grab, you know, she would. Favorite expression of Tammy is malasa. Basta pag gusto, malasa. Gagano siya. So, umiiyak, umiiyak na yan. Alright? So, nakita na yan ni Randall, nakita na namin. In fact, when she was pregnant, we went to this fast food. It was so traffic. I said, we're going to eat here. There's no other place. We ate there, and when we were eating, aside from the hormones, we ate kasi chicken. 
that was deep fried, but it wasn't really cooked that well. When she ate it, she was crying. It's like, why are you crying? I documented everything. All right? Because she felt like she wasted her calories. So she was, ganun siya ka ano sa food. Engaging all senses towards the food. That's why a lot of people like to invite us outside. Because sa akin daw sulit kay Tami Ramdam. Okay? And it's because that's how she eats. Alright? And before, even with coffee. All I drank, I never drank coffee. Before we met, never drank any coffee. Because my parents say it will make me darker. So we're Chinese, we don't drink coffee. Alright? So when I met Tami, I upgraded to three-in-one. And for me, like three-in-one was, wow, this is, co- wow, this is coffee. It's so, it's so sweet. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's so sugary. Okay. So that was my coffee for years, the three-in-one. Until she started, and I started meeting Randall and, and Jason Chua, right? And all these guys who are so into coffee that they would explain the texture, the smell, ito sunog, ito ganyan, ito ganito, ito may chocolatey feel. And I didn't know anything. For me, it was like, it's the same as three in one, right? And through the years of getting to drink coffee, now I understand. Now when there's three in one, it's like, oh, I get hilo. Alright, so... <laughs> because now you've engaged all your senses. Right? If you've tasted real coffee, three in one now is something like for emergency purposes only. I need just the smell and because I'm, I'm about to die, you know, so I need the coffee. And so you get the three in one when there's no available. But if there's the real one, you know now the taste. Oh, this is Indonesia. This is Vietnam. Grave, no? Dami niya. Ito, mm, ito mukhang, mm, ito dito lang to. Oh, so, alam mo, okay, because you've now engaged your senses. And this is just food we're talking about. I'm not even in my introduction, okay? What we're talking about here was when David say, said, taste and see that the Lord is good, what he was telling the people he was talking to at the time in the song that he was writing was that you have to engage all your senses to understand that the Lord is good. A lot of us, if you grew up in church, your normal language would be, praise God. God is good. But then you don't really mean it. It's just become a language. It's like the greeting of Filipinos, musta, musta. Pero hindi mo naman talaga kinakamusta. And it's the same way with, oh, God is good. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. It has become a Christian language where all our senses are not engaged. And so when David says, you've got to taste and see that the Lord is good, what he was saying is, you've got to engage all your senses that when you declare, come and taste and see that the Lord is good, you're really saying what you're saying. That you've experienced the goodness of God. And I won't come here and preach to you about the goodness of God. I think everybody knows the goodness of God. That in spite of our sin, He loves us. That in spite of our rebellion, He died for us on the cross. In spite of everything, we are still blessed. God is good. right? And when David wrote this, he was actually in a cave of Adullam. He was hiding because people wanted to kill him. The Philistine king and Saul wanted to kill him. And he wrote this song. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. In 1 Samuel 21, ito po yung context. This is the context of the song. Now, a lot of songs we don't really appreciate until we understand the context. Taylor Swift fans, you would understand what I'm saying. 
all of his all of her songs are breakup songs from some guy. Ah, now oh, who's guy? Who now? Who's the new guy now? Right? And so there's always a background to the songwriting. It's the same way with David. When you read Psalms 34, it might okay, taste and see that the Lord is good. But if you understand the context, you'll say, Wow, he wrote that? During this time that he's experiencing this, and now he declares this, now it brings a lot more meaning to the song. In 1 Samuel 21, David heard these comments and was very afraid of what King Ashes of Gath might do to him. So he pretended to be insane, scratching on doors and drooling down his beard. When the Philistine heard that David was in their town, David pretended to be a madman. He went on the street, started shouting, Basilio! Crispin! You know, he was doing everything to act like a madman so that the Philistine king would say, Ah, that's not David, that's a madman. Might be just, he looks like him, but he's not David. Pretended to be one because he was afraid of his life. And so after this, he left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there. When they heard that David was hiding in the cave, afraid uh, for his life, his relatives, his friends joined him. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt or who were just discontented until David was the captain of about 400 men. Imagine the context. David was, was hiding for his dear life. His friends, relatives knew he was there. They all went there. Others now, the news spread. He was in cave of Adullam. 400 went there and the 400 looked at David and said the discontented depressed guys said you're our captain David when he realized he was made captain he said I need to deliver a message a speech a song to these people and thus he wrote Psalm 34 and here was the message of Psalm 34 this is just one of the lines in Psalm 34 taste and see that the Lord is good. It was his very anchor. If you're a songwriter like me, no, no, okay, I'm not, okay. But if you're a songwriter like Asel, meron kang anchor eh. There's a main message you want to say and you branch out from there. For David, this was the main message. I want you to taste and see that the Lord is good. And so now he delivers a message with this in mind, God is good, even in the midst of us being in the cave hiding for a dear life. Imagine, you're about to die, you don't know what will happen, and you pen those words, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who puts his trust in Him. What was his first message? His first message to the people was, we've got to learn how to praise the Lord. Again, a line that you would always hear, Christians would say, praise the Lord, oh, praise the Lord. But do you, if when engaging all senses, could you really really say and mean praise the Lord. Verse 1, Psalm 34. Here's how the song goes. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When the 400 men were in the cave, David told the men, you know what? Let's stop the worrying. Let's worship. Let's stop the war. Let's just worship. They were discontented. They were depressed. They were whining. Captain had to stand up and say, you know what? Let's stop this complaining. Let's stop the worrying. Let's stop the pity party here. Let's just worship. 
And he says, let our praise be continually be in our mouth. And then he says, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Context, they were in the cave. They were at the darkest moments of their lives. It was a humbling experience. And they were saying, even in the darkest cave, we will praise the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name forever. He was rallying the people. When you are in the cave, what do you do? When you are at the dead end, what would you do? When you know there's no solution, what do you do? Instead of whining and complaining, you worship. You praise the Lord. In the midst of sickness, what do you do? Would worrying help? No, it actually adds more stress. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? But if you worship, it changes the atmosphere. Not saying the healing will come, guaranteed, but it changes the whole atmosphere. When you are at a financial, you're being stretched financially, you don't know where to get the money, what do you do? You worship. There's nothing else I can do. I've done everything. David was saying, let's stop all this and let's just worship. We're in the cave. We come out, there might be snipers. We come out, I might be dead. Why don't we just worship first? And let us exalt the name of the Lord. Encourage the people to, number one, to praise the Lord. Secondly, he said, we've got to learn how to seek the Lord. Everybody in this cave, we're going to seek the Lord. He says, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my what? Fears. Did God deliver him from the problem on the onset? No. The problem was still there. That's why he was in the cave. But the fear he was delivered from. That's different. You could be experiencing something today, but fear has stopped you from praising God. Fear has stopped you from doing something about it. Fear has stopped you from moving on to 2017. What David was saying is, Lord, as I worship you, as I seek you, you delivered me from my, what? From my fears. Most of the things we're not able to do last year, it's because of what? Not problems, but fear. If the fear is taken away, we can actually see with eyes of faith. We could be secure and walk in love when there's no more fear. Perfect love drives out what? Fear. David was saying, I know I'm about to die. I'm, I'm afraid at first. But when, I, when we seek the Lord, He takes away my what? My fear. Seek the Lord. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be what? Shall never be ashamed. When we look to the Lord, our faces will never be ashamed. Some of you might be in the cave of shame. And the reason you can't start relationships or you can't build deeper with others is because of shame. In the past, somebody did this to me and I'm hiding in shame. And you're carrying the shame. And that's why you have a hard time relating because of the shame. You have a hard time relating with God because you feel ashamed. You have a hard time relating with your wife, your spouse, your kids, friends, even in church. You can't be vulnerable enough. Why? Shame. And you're carrying it. And the Lord says, and David says, if I seek the Lord, what? There will never be, we will never be ashamed. God takes away the shame. That's why I love if you could fast with us. 
Because that is a big rock that God would deal with in people's lives. Shame. That was the target of the enemy. Adam and Eve were naked and not what? Ashamed. When sin entered, what did they do? They hid. Why? They were ashamed. When you are ashamed, you can't do what God wants you to do. You can't build the relationships the way God wants you to build the relationship because of the shame. 2017 could be a year for you as you praise God and seek the Lord that God takes away the shame. And here's the thing with shame. Shame are things done to you in the past and you can't undo the past. Am I right? So how how can you receive deliverance from shame? By letting Jesus take that shame away. And how do you do that? You seek the Lord. When I seek the Lord, He takes away my shame. And then this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his what? Troubles. I love the progression. He takes away first the fear, not the trouble. Take away the fear. Take away the shame. And then what? Next, now I'm ready to face the trouble. God will deliver me from this trouble. If 2016 was a troubled life, you look first. Are there any fears? That's why you're not taking any action of faith. Is there any shame? That's why you're not able to build the relationships that might help you get out of that trouble. You deal with this as you seek the Lord and God delivers you out of your trouble. In times of trouble, who do you run to? Again, I say this, engaging all five senses, because you can say, oh, ako, I run to God. Yep, yep, that's the Christian thing to say. But when you review 2016, who do you run to first when there were troubles? Ah, connection ko. Kilala ko yung, you know, do you run to God? When trouble comes, do you seek the Lord? Or you first find human connections to help you first. And God would be last option. Who do you run to? You run to God. When you seek God first, in times of trouble, He takes away the fear, He takes away the shame, then He takes away the trouble. Okay? So, first is, I praise the Lord. Second is, I seek the Lord. Third, I wanted to make it into four points, but I couldn't, though the third point has two points. Because it was so intertwined in the song, I needed to make it one point. In the last minute, I said, ah, just, just make it one point. Right? And the one point is, fear and trust the Lord. The fear of the Lord and the trust of the Lord is so intertwined. When I fear the Lord, then I trust the Lord. When I trust the Lord, then I fear the Lord. What does it mean to fear the Lord? This is not the unhealthy fear. This is not mumu. Okay? It's not. Fear the Lord means... I fear when I'm outside His presence. When I'm outside His trust, fear comes. That's why I need to fear in the Lord. I need to fear the Lord and trust the Lord. Verse 7, it says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him and He what? Delivers them. Even in that song, David was saying, God has assigned angels to encamp around you, to deliver you from problems. God is my deliverer. He will be the one who will deliver me from everything I need to fear and trust the Lord. And then verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in Him. Do you trust in the Lord? Again, only you can answer it. I cannot answer it for you. Only you can review last year and say, Did I really trust the Lord 
in the situations that I entered into last year. When there were problems, trials, and testing, did I trust the Lord? Did I trust God for the provision? Did I trust God for the power? Did I trust God for the creativity to come into me? Did I trust God for open doors? Or did I do it my, my way? One of the words that, that struck me last year was when one of our prophets, John Roar, told me, when you work, God rests. When you rest, God works. I go, yeah. Because sometimes I want to go ahead of God. There's so many plans in my mind. I wanted to do this, so many projects I wanted to do. But then it was a great reminder from God. When I work, God rests. When I rest, God works. That's trust. That's why, early last year, I can say, you know, I really trust the Lord. But to engage all five senses, there were so many areas in my life that I don't trust the Lord. I needed to be reminded by an old prophet with those words. I need to chill, take a rest, and let God do the work. And again, this is what I'm saying. When you say, praise the Lord, fear the Lord. Oh, I trust the Lord. This is what I... It takes a lot of us contemplating about this. eh? That's why fasting is so good. Those are the quiet moments. eh? In fasting, the goal is not to finish the whole Bible from cover to cover. Maybe even your fasting this year would be, I get the scripture that was given to me, I chew on it, and I ask the hard questions. Do I really know God? Lord, is my faith all religion and Sunday? Lord, do I really trust you? And I want you to contemplate on those because that's the missing art, that discipline that we all have, eh, that we miss already. Contemplating, thinking. Because we feel like if we think we're lazy, we're not. We're actually being aware of our actions. Okay? And you've got to ask the Lord, Lord, do I really trust you? Do I really fear? Have, can I really say with all of my five senses, taste and see that the Lord is good? What was he saying here? Those who fear the Lord will be satisfied. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Once you've tasted the goodness of God, you will be satisfied. Okay? Oh, fear the Lord, you His saints. For those who fear Him have what? No Lack. Last year, in light of the scripture today, last year, I had zero lack. We didn't lack anything. What do I mean? Remember the context of the scripture. David could have been in the cave writing this song. What was inside the cave? Patike, panike, too big, shade under the tree near the cave. What he was saying is, I fear the Lord, all 400 of us. We, we lack nothing. You're thirsty? Go, go to the brook near the cave. Or that falls with mineral water. Drink from there. You feel hot? Go under the shade of the tree. You want a pet? Get the bat. Okay? The context was not, oh, I, I don't feel complete. I don't have a TV. My TV is flat screen, but then the back is still, you know, it's just flat there, okay? But, right? Actually, grabe yun, ha? Pag ganun TV, yung flat screen na curve pa, okay? 
Right? Oh, you know, kasi I, I still take Uber. Laki ng problema mo. Okay? And you feel like, I still la- oh, I don't have a boyfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. Or my wife, really, kasi it doesn't really change. So I feel like there's something missing. Re- remember the context. David was declaring this with all of his five senses. I lack nothing. I have everything. Yan ang promise ng scripture. I hope it's clear to us. When he says, uh, you, you would have no lack, I'm not saying, oh, this year, man, millions are coming down from heaven. Receive. Get your payongs ready. Okay, no. What he's saying is, basic needs covered. When you come with the eyes of faith looking at God's goodness, you'll appreciate the simple things in life. One of the things that we've been doing for the past two years, our group, sila Roy Randall, si Willie, si Francis, sila Ice, every day, in our Viber thread, we put our top 10 thankful list every day. Sometimes we miss a day or two. Okay? But 2016 alone, okay, we had 18,000 thank you items from a group of less than, group of 10, maybe. 18,000 things we thank for. I'll tell you the story. When Willie, one of our leaders, said, because uh, he speaks about gratefulness. And so we started two years ago with five, put five things you're thankful for every day. Five. Five was quite easy. Oh, five. Okay, good, five. Then he made a challenge. I think middle of the year, last two years ago. Let's make it seven. Mm, okay, paba na paba yung thread. Okay. And it was getting harder when it was seven until the group, not me, decided it would be ten. Right? So, ten, oh man, ten. This is hard, ten. But now doing it every day for the past two years, because of a grateful heart, you start to see, wow, I lack nothing. Ten is so easy. If I do an exercise now, I tell you, get a paper, put ten things you're thankful for yesterday. I'm telling you, some of you, it will take you five to ten minutes to do it. Why? Your brain, your spirit, it's, it's not used to being grateful. Gawin natin. Lalabas mo pa iPhone 7 mo. Kaya iPhone 7, you can put number 1, right? Sometimes you don't see. Why? Because of all the bonuses of the world. You tend to forget about the water in the brook. The leaves where I can hide under the shade when it's hot. You're not thankful, right? There were times, I don't know if it was ice or not. You just know where they are. When we make, sometimes because the thankful list would be hard, especially if you've been in the office for eight to ten hours in the computer. Thank you, Lord, for Excel, uh, Form One, Form Two, Form. You know, so it's parang wow, ah, cardinal ka, Form One, Form Two. Walakam ay isip na iba. Pero ma- malalaman mo si Ice na sa garden, mamiya. Thankful list number six, plants. <laughs> Nasalabas to, nagplants. Okay, di ba? Ants. Okay, ano pa? Uh, carpet. You know. But really, we, there were days we had to do that. I was in the car. Aircon. Uh, uh, 
traffic so that I could do my list. <laughs> but we would com- it's so easy to complete it now. The 10 things that we're grateful for. Why? Because now we appreciate even the smallest things. You're not consumer mindset where everything needs to be. Sometimes life is so simple, no? Grabe. Sarap lang maging thankful on the small things. With the thankful list, my whining has went down to catastrophic level of less than, you know, 90% down from my normal whining attitude. Because I'm thankful. I see God's goodness. You see it everywhere. If I get you all your names, I would have a list for the whole year. Okay? Because you're thankful. You understand now. Wow! Ganito pala, no? Si David, nasa cave, fearing for his life. But then he says, I have no lack. I don't need another one. I have everything covered. This is God's goodness. God's goodness is for you to come to that point that you see even the mineral water that you drink is something to be thankful of. Okay? The bed that you sleep in, the Uratex, or the Mandawi foam, ano pa mga, ano, okay? or the buy one, take one at Unimart. Okay. Manipis, makapal, it's something to be thankful of. Your shoes that's been, you've been wearing for the past, two years straight, something I'm thankful of so that you won't see my socks. That's butas. It's not. But it's something, and dami talaga eh. There's so many, to, too many to mention to be thankful of. Because you know there's no lack. Everything that happens would always be a bonus. Bilis ko mag-thankful list ngayon, no? Kapon pa lang. Kare-kare, pork binagoonan, white rice, randel, Mike Enero, Denise who drive us, yeah? chance to speak to 500 people, chance to preach the word, people giving their lives to Jesus. And it's so easy to write the thankful list because you get to see, wow, every day. So... Uh, why 10? I can make it 30. It's just so hard. It's so long pala. I mean, to make it 30. But there's so many things to be thankful of. I hope you do that as your discipline. We're now, we're going to implement it in our own family now. Not just in our Viber group. Even in our family. We want to ask our kids, what are you thankful for today? And imagine if you'll garner five, 6,000 for the year of things you'll be thankful of. You would see at the end of 20, December 31, 2017, mo lang, God has been so good. Right? Ang ganda pa eh, nung December, gift sa akin ni Willie, yung binder, nandun lahat ng tinank you ko. Nakagarner lahat ng, ito yung listahan mo, ito everyday mo, nakaban paper everyday, oh. lahat ng tinank you ko. Imagine, God, that's the greatest gift, right? Wow. The gift of knowing God has been so good to me, I was able to have a binder of things I'm thankful for this year. The young lions suffer want and hunger. That's the way of the jungle. You're hungry, you go hunt. But those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Because God will have your basic covered. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and His ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. 
I love how God hears our prayers and protects us even from our enemies. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the what? Brokenhearted and saves the crush in spirit. When David could be singing or reciting this song to the 400 depressed, complaining men, and he says, the Lord will save the brokenhearted. And the Lord will save those who are crushed. Sa Tagalog, winasaka. Binasag ka ni Lord. You're broken. That's why David would write songs. A broken spirit and a contrite heart. That is what God desires. When I come broken before God, it is God who fixes me. And now, I get an opportunity to experience God, God's goodness again. Because I come broken. I come crushed. As we fast, and that's why I encourage you to join us. As we pray and fast, starting tomorrow, this is what we're doing. What we're saying is, God, you've been so good. The focus is God, not your personal breakthrough. I hope the ultimate personal breakthrough you have is you see God's goodness. Right? That you see and you'll be amazed of how good God is. I forgot to tell you the story. I think I need to share it here. Three years ago, when one of the things that God dealt with me was, in fact, honoring my parents. Not that I dishonored them or cursed them, but sometimes you think, you know, you know, we have personality problems, you know, we don't see eye to eye, you complain. Three years ago, my mom had cancer. When she had cancer, things became different. Things became now like, when you look at her, you start to see, grabe no? Kaya pala ganito rin yung attitude ko. Assertive, aggressive. I got it from my mom. <laughs> yeah. What I hate, I actually got. And I actually use for the glory of God and for service into the kingdom. Oh, kaya palang hilig namin mag-projects, no? Tatay ko hanggang ngayon, project ng project. May negosyo pa rin, senior citizen. Na. Oh, now we got it from him. Now I'm thankful. Instead of saying, you know, minsan wala kang oras sa akin. Ah, thank you, no? Minsan kasi, kailangan pang umabot na may sakit, mahina na, doon mo sasabihin na appreciate ko talaga siya. Yeah? And I thank God, my mom's cancer-free. What I'm saying is, three years ago, it was like, wow, first time. Yun yung sisay ko, you get to appreciate. Ang bait pala ni Lord sa akin, no? Ganun yung nanay ko. Ganun yung tatay ko. Yung relationships na meron tayo. Yeah. Sipi mo yung misis mo. Yeah. Bait ni Lord sa'yo. Sinagot ka niya. Yung misis mo, sinagot ka. Bait, mabait talaga. Minsan kasi nakikita natin lahat complain. Di mo makita eh. You lack no good thing. You're so blessed. Yeah. Buti pang nang may nangungulit kaysa walang nangungulit at walang pakialam. Di ba? Minsan di natin nakikita yun eh. Yeah. Natin na, buti pa may detalye sa bahay madetalye kung di ang dumi ng bahay and sometimes we forget all the good things we forget God's blessing we don't see but instead I want you to see with eyes of gratefulness this year say God every day you are so good every day you show yourself faithful to us and that's why 
with eyes of gratefulness, it's so easy to know God more. Why? You start taking away the prejudices and stereotypes of this God and really see God for who He is. God is good. All the time. <laughs> and all the time, God is good. Right. Let's sing. God is good. <laughs> really, God is good. Please join us for our prayer meetings. Now, if you're here this morning, you've already decided, I'm not joining the fast, I'm not fasting. It's okay. okay. It's okay not to join tomorrow or Tuesday. You can start Wednesday. For those who've decided not to, tapos may buffet pa kayo tonight. Right? But you're saying, you know, I want you to rethink of this decision of whether to join or not to join the fast. We want you to join the fast. For the simple reason, we want you to know God more. And to be more focused. Deliberate yan. Ibig sabihin talaga, tomorrow, pag ko, breakfast. Pagdating ko sa breakfast table, walang nakahanda doon. Kung hindi yung tubig ko, o yung fruit juice ko. Tapos may Bible ako, magbabasa lang ako. Sisik ko lang si Lord. Yeah. Nanam ko yung Bible ko tomorrow. Magpe-pray ako. First time ako magpe-pray, na hindi lang din ako nagsasalita. I'm listening to God. Right? And then you do it lunchtime. Yan na. Nagka-grumble na yung chan mo. Yeah. Isa pang fruit juice ulit. Okay? Diba? And then your Bible again and seeking God. Mga 4 5 o'clock, ayan na. Lumalabas na yung mga demonyo. Mainit na ulo mo. Diba? Yeah. Pero alam mo, magpe-prayer meeting ka. And you're seeking, ine-expose na ni Lord 4, 5 p.m. Impatient ka pala, selfish ka pala, gluten ka pala. Madaming i-expose si Lord. Okay. So, ang dami, no? 7 p.m. prayer meeting na with, ano, para by 8.30, pinagod na namin kayo, mga 9 o'clock tulog na kayo. Okay. Para bukas, gutom tayo ulit. No? And, and go through the same process of seeking God. And saying, Lord, I want to build deeper with you this year. Okay? So if you want to do it for three days, it's okay. You want to do it. Ako, I encourage you not to do the one meal. It will destroy your stomach. Yung one meal kasi sa mga kargador, karpintero, yung mga talaga nagtatorbao, hindi yan yung, may MacBook kasi, it's so heavy. Hindi, okay. I'm in the office, eh, I need to eat. It actually destroys your stomach more when you do the one meal. These are for hardcore na work. Okay? That's why some would do one meal. Because they need the energy to carry heavy stuff. Or doctors told you, oh no, you, you need to eat at least one meal. Okay? But then for normal average people, it's okay to go liquid or water. You can actually do it. Okay? Sabi ko nga, wala pa namang namamatay no? in more than 15 years of us doing this. Marami nang pumayat. Marami nang kuminis ang muka. Okay? Marami nang nag-grow kay Lord okay? because of fasting. So we'd like you to join us with that. Lord, this year, we pray that we would look with the eyes of gratefulness. We would see God's goodness every day, every hour, every minute. We would see how you sustain us. Lord, how you want us to rest so you can work. Lord, I pray, God, that this year would be different. It would be a year of gratefulness. Lord, a year of Expecting God for great things. But also, Lord, seeing with eyes 
that God, you are so good to us. Lord, just like David in the cave of Adullam, Lord, I pray, Lord, that for those who are in the cave now, maybe it's a cave of fear or shame, it's a cave of bitterness. May we learn how to stop the bitterness, the unforgiveness, the fear, and just worship. Seek the Lord. To fear the Lord and trust the Lord. Or to be grateful. Lord, may we live lives of faith. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.